Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you've had a dogman encounter and would like to speak with me about it, whether in private or on the show, please go to dogmanencounters.com and submit a report. If you've had a Bigfoot sighting and would like to be a guest on one of my two Bigfoot shows, please go to mybigfootsighting.com and let me know. For those who you that don't know me, my um, Facebook channel is called Dogman True Encounters. Um, I do have a um, Facebook page, and that one is called Doug Man Encounters with Marvin Allen and the Doug Pack. But mostly and basically, I want to promote my um, YouTube channel because um, ever since my sight and ever since um, seeing these creatures and going on Vic show and him helping me a lot, you know, and I found out something that I'm good at and I'm going to stick with this, you know, because I love helping people. Before I get into the um um this encounter, um, when I was talking to this eyewitness, and you'll basically see when I get into it how strange and how bizarre it was when she was telling it to me. So with that, let's jump right into this encounter. This encounter it happened in the Kings and Queens seat, and that's in Bear Lair, Maryland, you know, basically my backyard, basically where I'm from. 
My witness said that she used to go there and take walks quite often. So one day she goes there and she takes the same trails like she always do. She never bear off and go a different way, but she take the same trail. So she takes this trail and she goes up to this ridge. She says she started to walk down this ridge and then take a path down it and get back on the straightaway. So that's what she did. So she said as she's walking down this path, she sees something out her peripheral vision coming up over that little um hill up there. So she stopped and she looked. Now, mind you, these are the exact words that she said she saw. She said when she stopped and she looked, she seen what looked like to her was a native Indian. It, it, she said it had the, the, um, the headgear on and everything. So she continued to walk, but not real fast, but walk slow. She's walking. And she said this Native American Indian came just over that little hill up there that she takes. And it stood right by this tree. So as it's standing by the tree, it's looking down, like just facing down. So she study, keep walking. She walks and she stops and she looks. Now at this time, she facing him, but not close, facing him. Because like I told you, that hill go down. So she hollers up there. She said, um, excuse me. This person don't say nothing. She said, excuse me, are you okay? Still, this person don't say nothing. So she continued to take little small steps. She said, that's when this figure that she's seen up there made some type of noise and sound that she never heard before. So she continued to walk. And as she's walking, now mind you, when she gets to the end of when she can ready to come back, there's a fork in the road. And on the left-hand side, that fork, it, it kind of, it's like a bent fork because it goes around and she comes back down. She said, as she's coming back down this trail on her way to go out, that figure of that Indian wasn't there. So she stopped. And now she puzzled. She's thinking. She said that's when she see this large dog-like creature come from over the top of that little embankment.
And when it come over there, because it's coming on all fours, she said it stopped in the exact spot where she seen that Indian at. So now she puzzled. Now she's thinking, because she was like, well, where, where the guy at that, you know, that looked like an Indian? She thinking, well, maybe it just, you know, maybe it ran off and seen this. But she don't know yet. So she says she's she looking at this, this very large dove. She said, after a few seconds, this dove would stand up on its hind legs. Then she like, <gasps> and she grabbed her mouth. And she said she was saying in her mind that that's, that's, that, that's, that's not a dove. She said this creature stands up. And when it stands up, it looks right at her. And when it look at her, she said it kind of tilted its head to the side. And then it lifted back up. She said that's when this thing did something that messed her totally up. She said this creature took his hand and it raised it. And she said it pointed to the way that she posed to go out. And she stood there and she looked at it because now she's puzzled. Now she's confused. She said, but she didn't move. She just stood there. She said the creature put his arm down and then it started to make these sounds and noises. She said that's when she picked up the pace and hurried up and got out there. She said when she got out, she said she ran into a group of people and she had asked them, have y'all ever seen anyone out here dressed up like an Indian? And she said, one of them kind of smirked and laughed. And my eyewitness said, well, what, what was it, funny? And the person said, no, we just didn't expect you to ask us a question like that. But no, we never seen, you know, anything like that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So she leaves. She goes home. She puzzled now. Because she don't know what she ran into. She don't know what she saw. She said a week would pass until she ventured on that trail again. So she goes back. Same routine, same spot. She starts to walk. She's walking up on the top. She goes down, she cuts down the same trail and get back on that straightaway and walk up. The same routine that she always do. And as she's walking, she see this thing come over that hill, that embankment and start to walk down and it stopped and when it stopped she said it placed its hand on the tree and began to scratch the bark it began to scratch the bark off the tree she said she walking slow but she's still watching this creature She's walking. She's walking. She gets to that fork, and the one that looked like it's bent to come around, that she's going around, coming back, going down to go out. She's still keeping her eye on this creature. She said that's when the creatures start to walk straight in the same direction that she walking. But it's walking on that little embankment coming down. She walking, it's walking. Stop. This creature would stop. She turns and she looks again. The creature started to turn and walk down that embankment. And when it did that, it stopped on that trail that she take going up. Now mind you, she's on the other trail going back. 
she's looking at this creature. She starts to walk again. It starts to walk. She stops. It stops. It's mocking everything that she do. So she begins to walk again. The creature does the same thing. Then she noticed out the corner of eye, it stopped. And when it stopped, it looked up that embankment, up there with a top bag. She said, this thing just bolted and start running up in that direction and over the hill. She hurry up and get out of there. Now, mind you, she already saw this thing twice. Now, she'll see it for the last time. Two days later pass, she goes back in. She said that at one point, she was thinking of why she would keep coming back after seeing something like this. But she goes back, take the same way that she always go. Walks up on the top, and she goes down the little embankment and get back on the path. When she's on that path walking up, she see this creature comes over again. It comes over again and it stopped in the same place that that Indian was in. So she continued to walk up, goes around on the bent fork and she comes back down. And while she's walking down the, the trail that leads her out, she said this creature she started running so fast. She said before she could move, it stopped at least 10 feet or less. She said that's how close this creature was to her. And she said she don't know why, but something in her made her turn around and face it. She said when she did that, she looked in the eyes of this creature. And she said when she looked at it, she saw some type of intelligence. She saw something that made this thing not just an animal, but it had like human qualities and attributes. This is what she's saying because she's looking in the eye of this beast. That's when she said, and this, this blew her mind. This just blew her mind. 
She said that's when this creature spoke to her. Not literally moving the mouth and talking like that. But it's like it spoke to her in her mind. Like it put words there that she could understand it. And she said, this creature said, we mean you no harm. She said it repeated again. We mean you no harm. But you must go. So she like, she just standing there. She, she messed up in the head. Because she said it's like this thing really talking to her because she can hear the words. And it's telling her to leave. She said, then this creature said, there are some that are evil out here. So go. She said the creature turned around and began to walk back. She said she still was standing there. And then it turned and it looked at her again. And she said it spoke for the last time. And she said, this creature said, leave now. She said, that's when she began to walk fast. She said, but as she was walking fast on her way out, she said she heard howls and all type of noise coming from everywhere so she gets home she does research on it trying to find out you know what she's saying and she said that it's a possibility that she came in contact with a skinwalker Or, she said it could have been a dub man. She said it just, it just messed her head up to this day because she never seen nothing like this in her life. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And she had told her brother about it. And her brother believed her. 
because her brother would have a sighting too. And I'll tell you about that. This encounter right here, this one happened up in um, uh, Massachusetts. And my eyewitness said that when he first saw this, he was confused because he didn't know what he saw until this thing stepped from behind the tree. So my eyewitness said that he was out walking one day. This was when he was living up in, um, you know, Massachusetts. And I think that the uh, park that he said he was in, I think it was um, Clarksburg State Park, one of those parks up there. But he said he was, um, you know, walking down this trail. And he said as he was walking, you know, in wildlife and all that stuff like that, he said he had picked up, you know, a stick. And, you know, as he was walking, you know, he said he was just, you know, swiping the leaves on the ground like that. So he said after walking for about 10, 15, 20 minutes, he said he noticed that the ambient had dropped. He noticed that the noise and the sounds was no more. So he said he stopped. He said, that's, that's, that's strange. That's odd. I don't, I don't even, I don't hear nothing now. So he said he continued to walk and, you know, fan his stick, you know, hitting the leaves and stuff like that. So he said he's walking. And while he's walking, he sees something. He sees something, but he said it was so fast, it shot from one tree to another. So all he got was a blur. He stopped and he looked, he said, what the? He's looking, but he don't see nothing. So he continued to walk again taking his stick, still hitting the leaves. And when he walk again, he hear, bah! he hear knock. Like something just smacked, something real loud. And he looks. And when he looks, he sees something peeking just behind a tree about 20 yards out he looked he said it would peak and then it would go back in it would peak and it would go back in so he continued to walk some more but he kept his eye right at that tree so he's walking as he's walking, he said, this thing shoots out again and goes behind another tree. He stops dead in his tracks. And he looks. It does the same thing. 
at peace. Now he's saying in his mind, what the f- is that? He stopped. He begins to walk in that direction. But this thing still playing peekaboo. In and out, in and out. He says, so he's walking, but he's walking slow. He's taking little steps. He said, that's when this thing hid, was presented, and it looked right at him. He see the massive head on this thing. He said, and when he first seen it, he thought he was looking at a werewolf. He said, this thing was, it was blacker than black. But the point it is, and it had those yellow eyes. But he said it was something off. He said the head was up too high for this thing to be on all fours. So he said to himself, I know this thing ain't standing up. He said that's when this creature came from behind the tree to make its presence known. And it faces him. His jaw drops. Cause he see this massive beast now. Said this thing had to be seven, seven and a half feet tall. Broad shoulder, pointy ears, massive head. Said this thing was cut up. But it had the dog like legs. He said, and it just stand there, breathing. Said, you can see the chest on this thing just as it get bigger and bigger as it's breathing. My witness said that's when he began to walk backwards to get back on that trail. So he walking backwards, but he watching this creature. He gets back on the trail, turns, and he begins to walk. As he's walking, this creature begins to walk too. So my witness stopped. The creature stopped near this tree. See, that's when this creature reached up crack, and broke a branch off. My eyewitness said this creature takes this branch crack and hit it and breaks it on the side of that tree. My witness said he don't know what it was, but something in him made him run. So he took off running fast as he can. 
he said as he's running he's trying to look back because he can't really he, he really can't but he's trying to keep looking back to, to look and see where this creature at he said this creature dropped down on all fours and and was on his you know what running behind him he said as he's running he noticed that it's a tree it's a tree laying across the the, the path where he walking and he's still running so he runs he gets to that tree slow down he stopped and he climbs over that tree turns around and he looks Creature stop. Just on the other side of that fallen tree. Breathing heavy. Tongue hanging out his mouth. He could see the sharp, jagged teeth that this creature got in his mouth. And it's breathing heavy. He said, you could hear it. He said, but when he looked at the creature, it looked like it was mad. He said, it looked like it was mad because it had to run. So my eyewitness was saying, man, this might be it. I don't have nowhere to go. I'm still got to make it to the beginning of the tree line to get out. It's like he's saying he's stuck. And mind you, it's almost dusk. He say, so he began to walk backwards again real slow but he still got this stick in his hand that's when he noticed it he drops the stick and continued to walk backwards the creature doesn't move it stands there He still walks backwards. Still walking backwards. Creature still standing there, just watching him. Then he said to himself, I'm going to turn around and just walk. And he said, if it's my time, it's my time. And he turned around and started walking on the trail that leads out. He didn't hear no footsteps behind him or nothing. So he said he assumed that this creature didn't follow him. He turned around and he didn't see no sign of this creature. He leaves out 
and he goes home. His mother asked him what's wrong because he says she knows when something is bothering him. And he told her, he said, man, I saw a monster, a demon today or something. She said, what do you mean? He said, I don't, I don't know what it was. Some type of wolf man or something. Walking like we walk. And these are the words from his mother. His mother said that her mother used to tell her about these large, wild-looking dogs used to run through the woods. Her mother told her that these large-looking dogs used to run through the woods when her mother was a young girl. So the mother knew that these things existed, but she never told her kids because she never thought that they would run into something like this. And she said that she regretted it because she said she should have told them about the things that are out there. So that was my eyewitness encounter and that happened in Massachusetts. He said he never went back there and he never saw another one again. And he said he, he, he don't ever want to see another one he said because he had nightmares for a while he said he couldn't sleep for a while he said he wakes up and sweats for a while he said it took him a while to get right you know to get normal he said that's why he talked about it he didn't hold it in. He said he talked about it. And he said he told people about what he saw. Whether they want to believe him or not. He said he passed the information out there. And it's up to them to take it. And apply it. And do, do, do what, what they want with it. He said, but he let them know that it's something other than us roaming these woods. So that was his encounter. 
Now this other encounter right here, this happened in Delaware. And it happened near a place called White Clay Creek. Now my eyewitness said that him and his wife used to go there. Used to go there, you know, uh, to, to catch the scenery, you know, to sit around, you know, maybe take sandwiches and stuff like that. Because they said that it was like, it was so quiet and so serene. So my eyewitness said, they out there one weekend. So mind you, this creek is it's not very large. If you would go from one side to the other, it's it's not it's not very large, you know. I say at the most is probably about fifteen yards across or twenty, no no more than that. It's not really big. So, I witness said him and his wife they out there, you know, just sitting, you know, taking in the scenery, like I said. So he said, as he was sitting there talking to his wife, he would hear sounds and noises coming from just on the other side. So he would ask his wife, he'd be like, baby, did you hear that? She said, hear what? He said, the noise is coming from over on the other side. She said, no, I, I didn't hear anything. So they continued to finish talking. Two seconds would go past. This time, crack. And when it did that, the wife jumped. She said, oh my, what the? He said, you hear that though, don't you? She said, yeah. She said, what was it? Said it sounded like some type, like a tree being broke or cracked or something. So he stands up and he looks over on the other side. He scans from left to right, left to right. Now, mind you, on the other side, it's a lot of brush. Right there by the water, the brush starts to get very high. So, my witness says he's looking, and that's when he see the brush starts to move, he taps his wife and he just point. She looks over there and sees it too. And it's moving. So the wife whispered, what is that? Said, I don't know. So they continue to both look on the other side. 
watching this brush move. They said after about 15 seconds, it stopped. It stopped completely. You couldn't see no more movement whatsoever. And that's when my eyewitness seen what looked like a nose or a snout come from this brush. He taps his wife and he asks her, look, look, look. She said, I see it too. But what is it? He said, I don't know. So they both standing there looking at this snout stick out between the brush. And it's moving to the left and it's moving to the right. That's when my eyewitness tell his wife, come on, get up, stand up. He said, that's when this thing, whatever it was, begins to sniff. And he said it was sniffing hard. He said, then this large head would emerge from between this brush. This large head, what he said, that looked it like a wolf. And it looks right over in their direction. The wife tell her husband, baby, let's go. I'm scared. I don't know what that is. Said, okay, we can ready to leave. Come on. They started to walk on the side. That would lead them to walk north. So they walking. That's when they could see this thing is walking with them. They could see the brush moving. But they don't see it yet. They don't see the body yet. So they stop. They stop, they look over, this thing stop. Now mind you, when this thing starts to walk again, it's an opening, the brush stop. So my eyewitness continued to walk. And when he walked, this thing begins to walk too. So him and his wife, they walk, they walking and they looking on the other side and they stop right where the opening at, that gap. That's when this creature comes out. 
when it comes out, it's on all fours, but it stands up bipedal. It stands up on its hind legs. He said this thing was just massive. It made him look like a little boy. He said this thing was a dark brown in color, but it had light brown patches. He said it did have a mane. It had a fluffy tail. It had long arms, hands with claws, broad shoulders, massive upper body, canine legs. He said this creature looks over at them. And they looks over at this creature. They said that's when this creature starts to walk forward. And it stops right at the water's edge. My witness and his wife begin to walk and they begin to walk fast. When they walking, that's when they can hear the sound of this creature inside of the water. Splash, 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 splash. And stop. Now this creature is on the other side. My witness turns around, pushes his wife behind him, takes his gun out. He said, because now he's thinking this thing is a threat. And he got his wife with him. He said, so he's going to do whatever he have to do for both of them to make it up out there. He said, as he's watching this creature, this creature begins to take steps. My witnesses raises his firearm. The creature stopped. And it looks. He said, and when he looked at the this creature, it looked at it looked at puzzled. Because it would turn his head from left to right, then back to left to right, and, 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 and look. And then it began to take two more steps. My witness said he let off a warning shot. Boom! It hit the dirt because he could see it fly. The creature stop, and when it stopped, my witness said this creature lets out this powerful growl that shook him and his wife. Then my witness said this creature look down 
He said it looked down at the spot where that bullet hit. That's when my eyewitness said, these creatures ain't dumb. He said, this thing is intelligent. He said, this thing can comprehend. He said, this thing knows that I got a weapon. He said, after this creature looked back up, it took two more steps. That's when my eyewitness shot again, striking it in the shoulder area. He said, because when he hit him, he could see him flinch. He said, that's when this creature took his hands and put it up there near where the bullet hit. He said, that just blew his mind. He said, that just messed him up completely. He said, that's when this creature let out some type of sound, noise. He said, but after he thought about it, it must have been some type of a distress call. That's the only thing that he could get from it. He said, so after this creature finished making that noise, he hear something on the other side of this creek. He said if he had to estimate it, he would put it at about 80 to 90 yards where the sound was coming from. He said that's when he hear something heavy running in that direction. My eyewitness said he shoots again, bow, hits the ground. He said that's when this creature turned, took one leap and leaped over on the other side. Him and his wife, they hurry up and got back up out there, walked up. They made it to the beginning of the tree line to leave out. And he said, as they was leaving, he said that they could hear howls coming. from the direction of where they just was. He said he didn't stay there 
to see how many more it was. He said he just wanted to get out there. So they leave and they go home. And when he told me about this encounter, told me this later, and I'm gonna put it in there because it goes with it. He said he went back there about a month and a half later, but he didn't go deep in down there where that creek was. But he said he walked in. He said, but when he walked in, it automatically got dead quiet. He said, and that's when he can hear growls. He looks around, he sees nothing. Leaves out, goes back home. He goes back a week later, again. The same thing happened. Goes in, it's dead quiet. Then he starts to hear the growls. He said that it's like these creatures knew that it was him coming back in that wood line. He said he really think it's that creature that he shot because it happened back to back. And that's why he think that's what it was. And he asked me, I said, you know what? It could have been, who knows? They had been known to follow people home. Some people said they have even traveled from state to state. That part, I don't know, but I, I, I don't put nothing past these creatures because they, they just so intelligent. They just so intelligent. And this is like a little small bonus. It's an eyewitness. Her and her husband that went out and they went for a picnic. And this was in, you know, broad daylight. And where they were sitting at, just across them, it's like a big old tree. And it's a lamp pole. The lamp pole, if I had to guess height, it's, I don't know, 12, 14 feet. That's how tall the lamp pole look. So they sitting down there and they eating their food. So the husband taps his wife and he tells her, 
what the is that? She said, what is what, what is that? She looks over there and she see some type of black entity, creature, whatever you want to call it. Just standing there. I mean, it, it was it was just black. And she told her husband, I think it's time for us to go. Now she took a picture of this. But what she did is they went back out there two weeks later. And her husband walked over there and stood near the pole. It made him look like a little boy. Then she did the comparison of this creature. This creature towered over this pole. Now I do have the pictures of that. And I did post them on my Facebook group. But she puzzled about what she saw. It got two things on top of his head. Pointy ears, antlers or something, whatever you want to call them. It just looked bizarre. Or was this some type of new cryptid? I guess we'll never know until we do the research and find out what these things really are. Why are they here? Are they good? Are they bad? What's their purpose? But again, If someone tell you that they seen something, don't just cut them off and tell them that they a liar. Listen to them. Listen to them. Because that's why a lot of people don't like coming forward and talking about their encounters. I'm so blessed and grateful came across to so many people that I have talked to and interviewed just to get their encounters and their sightings. And I'm going to continue to keep doing this. I do this for y'all. I do this for y'all because I love each and every one of y'all. And as always, I'll see y'all again.